0: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to a fresh new episode of CoreCast, the podcast of the Cornet Northern California chapter. This episode is brought to you by Impact Group, the future of work company providing world-class end-to-end workplace solutions. To connect with Impact Group, please see the show notes. My name is Robert Teed, and I am thrilled to be your regular host of CoreCast. Uh, We bring you guests and content that are both timely and relevant to what's happening in the world of work and the world of workplace. And we keep a particular focus on the Northern California region, which I think many of us would agree is home to some of the most exciting companies in work and workplace developments on the planet. When I am not hosting CoreCast, well, my day job is as founder and CEO of Integri Group, where I'm an executive coach, a strategic advisor, and a consultant. If you want to learn more about me or my work or how to get in touch with me, please see the show notes. I am also an active member of the Cornet Northern California chapter. I'm a facilitator in the chapter's leadership development cohort, and of course, your host of CoreCast. Well, we are in that time of year when the Northern California Chapter hosts our annual awards gala to recognize three of our outstanding members, our Corporate Real Estate Executive of the Year, our Service Provider of the Year, and our Young Leader of the Year. On this episode of CoreCast, I get to talk to the Young Leader of the Year, Patrick Wong. And I've known Patrick for several years, so this is a really great pleasure for me to be able to sit down with him and to get to know him a little bit better and to dig a little bit deeper. A little bit about Patrick. Well, Patrick's with LinkedIn where he's been for the past five years and he's currently in the role of real estate manager and we'll unpack what that means a little bit. Prior to LinkedIn, Patrick worked with Colliers which is where I first met him and with Cassidy Turley. He holds a degree in managerial economics from UC Davis which is a degree he's put to good use in each of his professional gigs. Uh, Patrick's been part of the Cornet uh, organization since 2016, and he's been actively involved in the Northern California chapter for all of that, serving within the Young Leaders Committee for much of that time, and he served as the chair of the mentorship uh, program within the Young Leaders Committee. And we'll get to hear a little bit more about Patrick's work with the chapter here shortly. Patrick earned his MCR, his Master of Corporate Real Estate designation from Cornet Global in 2021. And From where I sit, Patrick is a rising star in our chapter and in the corporate real estate industry, which is certainly evidenced by his Young Leader of the Year Award. Patrick, welcome to CoreCast. Thanks for being here and congrats on being the Young Leader of the Year. Very well deserved, my friend.
1: Hi, Robert. It's great to be here. Uh, this is my first time as a guest on a podcast. So, this is very exciting for me.
0: Well, awesome. You're going to do great. We're going to have an awesome conversation and we'll just kind of work our way through it. First and foremost, what did I miss in my introduction of you?
1: Uh, I, I think you covered it. Um, you know, I've been with LinkedIn for five years, I've been in the corporate real estate industry for a little over 10 years now. It sounds crazy to say that, but. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, you know, been very involved with Cornet for uh, for a while now, and I'm um, uh, very excited to, to be on this podcast to talk about, um, you know, everything that I, I do with LinkedIn and with Cornet.
0: Awesome. Well, let's start with LinkedIn, actually. Um, let's have you give our listeners just a quick overview of your work at LinkedIn. And, you know, what gets you super excited these days? Kind of, you know, where is your attention going?
1: Yeah. um, So I'm currently the real estate manager uh, at LinkedIn. Um, I oversee uh, a lot of our um, Namer portfolio, as well as all of APAC. Um, And so that involves uh, transactions, um, financial analytics, um, and, you know, just portfolio health analysis. Um, And, you know, I think what gets me excited is, you know, just how how the the world of work, the future of work is changing um, right before our eyes in the past uh, couple of years. Everyone has been able to work from home because of the uh, the, the pandemic. And, you know, that, that changes how we need to think about our offices, how we design our offices, how we um, operate within the offices. And, um, you know, there's a lot of smart people trying to tackle the, these, uh, these problems and these questions. And, you know, um, we in the, the the corporate real estate industry get to be um, in the, uh, the leading edge of that. So it's, it's very exciting for me to see, we've, we've got a lot of innovative people and innovative minds that are trying to um, solve, solve this issue. And, you know, who knows where we'll be in a couple of years, but uh, I'm excited to see, to see where we'll, we'll be going.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. And, you know, LinkedIn's been so progressive and so on the front end of of kind of this next way of working. Uh, maybe we can loop back to that a little bit. But because this is a chapter podcast, let's, um, let's spend a little bit of time on your involvement with the Cornet Northern California chapter. You were super engaged in the chapter and you have been really since the minute you joined as you think about that, you know, what keeps you so engaged? What keeps you coming back? You know, what gets you excited about the chapter?
1: Yeah, I think um, what keeps me coming back is just the relationships that I've been able to develop over the years. Um, it's kind of interesting when I first joined um, Cornet and the Northern California chapter, probably about, I would say six years ago now. Um, you know, I I didn't know a, a ton of people in the industry. I knew a, a few people here and there, but um i do remember my first cornet event um was a little overwhelming and uh you know there was a lot of people that you uh, that i personally didn't know and you know there's a lot of um more senior leaders that were maybe a little bit intimidating to talk about but someone reached out to me and said hey you know you're you're a new member here um would you be interested in joining a, volunteering for a committee and i said yeah sure why not you know i'll i'd love to join you know it helped me get to know the the chapter better get to know what um what h- how the events are planned um and you know throughout the years i've i've been on different committees and um you know most recently for the past uh, three or four years i've been the chair of the the mentorship committee uh, for the young leaders group and i've just met so many amazing people um, uh, especially young leaders who are up and coming in the industry um, who are based out of the bay area and um, you know just hearing each of them talk about their roles and how, how it affects, um, you know, the corporate real estate world had design, you know, hybrid work. It's, it's all very fascinating and it's always uh, it keeps me coming back for more because I know that um, there's, there's a lot that, you know, all of us still have to learn about how, how we work in the future, how offices are going to operate in the future and um, being able to share some of that with, People I now consider uh, good friends of mine um, are is, is is just a special experience. So um, that com- keeps me coming back. There's also you know one thing that I love is just all the amazing events that Cornet puts together. I'm I'm thinking specifically of uh, the Day on the Bay, which is which is coming up um, shortly. And you know as as of when we're recording this podcast, and so I'm looking forward to um, being out there, seeing a ton of people. Um, seeing a, a ton of familiar faces and just kind of reconnecting with with a lot of people after, um,
0: you know, almost three years um, away because of the pandemic. Yeah, and I love the way you describe that. It's it's sort of like the magic of Cornet um, is everything you described. It's the relationships, it's the connectivity, and and you're such an important part of of the chapter, and especially you know the work that you're doing. With the young leader com- uh, community and that mentorship community, because, uh, you know, I think we're kind of unique as a chapter in our, our ability to really grow uh, that, um, uh, that young leader community and through mentorship. And we've also got the leadership development cohort that we're doing, and there's some folks in there that, that came through your committee and your program. So, you know, it's really impressive work that you're doing, and I appreciate it so much, and I know all of our members do, um, for those that are listening that may not yet be a member of Cornet or who is more on the passive side of their membership, they're not as actively involved, you know, what What advice would you have for them um, for getting, in, for joining, you know, why should they join or why should they be more engaged?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, there is a there's a ton of value um, in in joining Cornet. Um, I think you know you you'd mentioned uh, my work with the, the the mentorship committee, and one thing that um, I don't want to say surprises me, but I, always amazes me is there are people who refer mentors who have been in the industry for twenty plus years, um, and every time I've reached out to someone who I may not have known. Um, uh, you for example robert just uh to say hey are you interested in uh being a mentor for for the mentorship committee we have a lot of young leaders who would love to get connected with someone who's been in the industry and you know want to share their thoughts and share best practices and you know career advice and i think almost every single time one of these senior leaders mentors have gladly volunteered their time and um and you know helped out with the program and spent time with people who are newer into the, uh, into Cornet and into the industry. And um, that's just, it's, it always, yeah, it amazes me how how willing people are to spend their time um, with people who are, you know, up and coming in the industry. Um, and, you know, back, back to your question about like, why, why would someone who maybe a, a past member or not quite a member yet uh, be interested or should maybe invest more time um into cornet and i think it's there's there's so much knowledge transfer within um within the group you know there's people who have been like, like i said people who have been in industry for 20 plus years but also people who are um just starting out in their careers but both sides of of that coin they, they learn from each other and they learn from their experiences and they um are able to share that through through this network of, of people who, you know, whether it's, um, through events, um, conferences, um, just, you know, a day on the bay on that boat, which i mentioned earlier, I think there's, uh, there's just, uh, a lot of, uh, value that people can, can get from, from joining.
0: Yeah. And I can attest to somebody who's been a mentor in the organization At you're asking Patrick, uh, that I got far more out of that uh, from the mentees, from those that I uh, was able to support than I was able to impart on anybody. I, you know, I truly believe that. And that's the power of community that I think you've already talked about um, relative to the chapter and that mentorship program and the young leader program more generally. Thank you so much for your service to Cornet Northern California. It really is, you know, it's folks like you and members like you that keep this chapter so special, keep the bar so high, uh, and really benefit the Cornet organization as a whole. So, so Patrick, thank you for doing that.
1: Thank you. I appreciate the kind
0: words, Robert. Absolutely. Well, let's get to know a little bit more about you. You know, we've touched on your work at LinkedIn, uh, and we're going to get back into that, but what can you share with us about, you know, life outside of work, Um, life outside your day job these days, you know, what, what's going on for you?
1: You know, some of my, my passions outside of work. uh, I'm, I'm a huge sports fan. I think something I'm looking forward to is the upcoming uh, Golden State Warriors season. They're defending uh, NBA champs. So Mm -hmm. uh, looking forward to going to a couple of games this year. Um, Another one of my, my hobbies and passions are are just traveling, you know, experiencing, um, you know, different worlds and um, one of the things that I love the most about my job here at LinkedIn is it's allowed me to travel to you know places that I've never been to. Um, uh, you know, one of my favorite places that i've I've been on, uh, my trips that I've been on while I've been here is uh, to Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were able to to check out the office there. Um, but also, I was able to spend a couple of extra days just to explore the the local area, taking the culture, um, and I was able to spend some some time with a coworker and his family out there. Um, awesome. We were um, out in uh, Manly Beach, which is amazing. If uh, for for people who are listening, if you've never been to uh, Sydney, um, I highly recommend spending some time out in in Manly Beach. It's it's beautiful out there. The weather's amazing. The people are amazing. Um, yeah. And then, uh, yeah. You know, speaking of travel, I I I think uh. One of my upcoming trips that i have is uh i'm going to be in maui uh, in hawaii for the first time uh in december so going out there with a few friends and just uh enjoying enjoying my time out there um and then i think you know one of my I'd say kind of newer hobbies is i've been working with uh my local spca um to to foster some animals um um recently i I fostered a uh, a rabbit uh, a few months ago, and I had awesome. two two small kittens. Um, and you know, one of the things that um, I, I grew up with a, a dog, so I, I've been around animals for a while. But um, you know, because of my my travel and work schedule, sometimes I I think it's hard to have a um, a permanent animal, which mm-hmm. I do hope to have uh, someday. But you know, working with the uh, the local shelter, it's it's kind of opened my eyes to see how many animals are in need, and how how much um, you know. Even if you're you're fostering a, an animal for a month or a few weeks, it just makes a big difference um, in that animal's life, and uh, to help out the the shelter as well. So, that's something that I I started a few months back, but I I think I'm going to continue for for a long time into the future
0: yeah, when I think about you and I think about your volunteerism, you you do an awful lot with cornet. you You've done things with other organizations in the past, what you just talked about with SPCA. Where does your drive for volunteerism come from? because that's that's an amazing amount of time that you're investing in in helping you know the world be a better place,
1: yeah. I, I think I mean, I've been volunteering as far back as you know high school and middle school. Um, I think it's always just kind of been. Uh, something that's ingrained in me. Um, you know, helping out others. Um, you know, donating your donating your time and resources to um, worthwhile organizations. I um, yeah, I spent a lot of time in in college when I was at UC Davis. Um, helping out uh, different volunteer events, and then you know when I uh kind of transitioned to 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 my professional career, um, there was you know. I would say like a lack of kind of structure in terms of my, my volunteering mm-hmm. efforts. And so, you know, I, I joined um, with uh, a couple of friends um, to start a group called San Jose project. And we, mm-hmm. we ended up doing a lot of um, volunteer, planned volunteer events around um, South Bay, specifically San Jose. Um, and, you know, that I felt that that type of work was super rewarding. You see, um you know just being able to help out others who are in need or who who may need of some assistance it um it brings a lot of joy into my life and you know it kind of allows me to be to to humble myself as well because um you know sometimes you, you feel like it, especially maybe for people in the, the the corporate real estate world um you know you're kind of stuck in a silo you're you're kind of viewing the world in in a specific way but to take time and to volunteer for different causes or different organizations, you can you can see the world from a, a different lens, and you know just kind of give yourself a a, a fuller picture and and not just be uh, too too focused in your your day to day work. So that's that's kind of why I love to to volunteer and you know try to find different organizations to to help out with.
0: Well, that that's super impressive. I mean, the greatest gift that we can really offer is our time, and and you are offering your time so generously. So that's that's super impressive. When when we were in the midst of the pandemic, were you able to also do some of the volunteerism? I know you talked about uh, the SPCA. Was that part of your pandemic period as well? Uh, yeah,
1: I, I think a lot of um, the volunteering work I, I've started to pick up again during the the pandemic, I, I there were like some virtual, um, I think through LinkedIn, we do a, a thing called uh, LinkedIn coaches where you can, you can, um, you know, help out um, some high school students or even college mm-hmm. students, um, you, know, you know, spruce up their their LinkedIn profile or give them career advice. But um, I didn't have much of a like, in person volunteer role mm-hmm. until recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah yeah I'm, I'm glad that uh you know because although the pandemic's not going away yet it's it's kind of waning and you know more in-person events are able to happen, and I've been able to kind of pick up that that volunteering um aspect of my life and you know as well as going attending more uh, in-person uh, sure. coordinate events, which has been has been great as well.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, again, I you know, I I've known you for a number of years. I and I've known you to be a, a a very engaged volunteer. I I'm learning a lot more about how generous you are with your time. So, really really appreciate that and so impressed. Um well let's do let's do this. Let's let's zero back in on some of your work with um LinkedIn if that's okay. Um mm-hmm. You get to work with uh, Jim Morganson, who was the workplace leader of LinkedIn for a long time. He's now retired, and he's either in Maui or Utah, depending on the week. Uh, and now you're getting to work with uh, Armin, who just re- who rejoined uh, LinkedIn here just recently. And I'm guessing you get to work with folks like Candace Lee and some other really impressive uh, experts in our industry. As you think about the five years you've been there, and and you put kind of a leadership lens on, you know what what have you learned about leadership, or how has the leadership that you've been part of uh, in that workplace organization sort of influenced you both as an individual, but also as a leader?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, there are some really amazing names that you mentioned there. That, you know, starting out at at LinkedIn, um, Jim Morganson was a was a huge. Uh, Huge mentor to me. Um, and and you said, you know, he's he's probably either out in Utah or Maui. So hopefully he's out in, in Maui when I'm visiting. And uh, if he's yeah. listening, you know, maybe I can go go visit him or stay at his place for a little bit. But um, um yeah, and you know, uh Brett Howtop, Armin Bartini, and other great VPs who've worked at LinkedIn. Um, I think you know, their leadership styles are all three of them had had different leadership styles, but I think one thing that, um, you know, Jim and other leaders at, at LinkedIn um, are specifically our, uh, our former CEO, CEO Jeff Weiner. He, he has a, a course um, on LinkedIn Learning about uh, servant leadership. Mm-hmm. And that really spoke to me and that, you know, that showed me how um, you can lead an organization, lead a group of people, but also, um, you know, understand where the different individuals are coming from and, you know, how... Even though different groups, individuals, teams um, ha- may have different um, goals, uh, they they can all be aligned onto one singular vision, which which will help the um, the team grow and and um, you know accomplish what what they're trying to or what they're setting out to do. So, um, I think that's something that uh, I you know i've I've learned in terms of leadership. um and then you you also mentioned um, uh, candace Lee. i've I've worked with her for my entire time here at um, uh, at LinkedIn. and she's, you know, she's amazing um, at her job. i I, I want to share an interesting story about, um, you know, uh, my time at LinkedIn. I think one thing that we do really well here, there's still a lot of work to be done, but diversity, inclusion, and belonging is a, is a huge factor here. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, I've, I've reported up to Candace Lee and previously, um, uh, Steve Briner was also a, a senior director, um, within the, the real estate team at, at LinkedIn. And, you know, just in terms of diversity, inclusion, and belonging, it's, it's been great to have a, a manager who is a, a a woman, uh, a person of color, but even, you know, Steve Briner, when, when he was here, he, um, he had uh, he understood a lot of the cultural differences of someone because he, he's married uh, to a Taiwanese woman. So um, the funny story that I, w- I want to share with everyone here is: I remember the first international trip that I took with with LinkedIn. Um, we went to Beijing, and it was Steve, Candace, and myself. We were grabbing lunch at a just a, like a regular restaurant in Beijing, and uh, the the waitress uh, asked us a question in. Uh, in Mandarin and, you know, Candace and I are both both of uh, Chinese descent, but we we didn't understand Mandarin. But Steve, who is uh, Caucasian, he <laughs> but, but he knew a Mandarin because of uh, of his wife and he, he learned. And so he responded in perfect Mandarin to to this waitress. And she she looked at us and she, she looked at Candace and I knew <laughs> she was like, oh, she asked us the question again. But we we're like, oh, we don't know what what's going on here. But so anyways, I, I share that that story to say, like the, the way that we've been able to um, embody uh, diversity, inclusion and belonging within within our team here at LinkedIn is just that's um, just amazing. It's really great to, to see. And I hope that, you know, other other real estate uh, organizations um, out there are you know, trying to to push that as well.
0: Yeah, you I love that story you and and I would say LinkedIn is definitely on the leading edge and you know our chapter is trying to do an awful lot uh, as well uh, in in you know sort of being on the progressive side of uh, diversity inclusion belonging. And so I love that you know LinkedIn's such a great representation of that and you're able to bring uh, some of those stories into this discussion and then certainly you know uh, help bring that into the the cornet norcal discussion as well and and we do have a lot of influence as a real estate and workplace sort of community in in uh, diversity. And um, it, it, And I love the way you talked about leadership because a lot of the um, diversity discussion has to start at the leadership level and this idea of servant leadership that you talked about is so important. We spend, in fact, a lot of time in the leadership development cohort talking about servant leadership and you know just the... The vast influence it can have on all sorts of uh, topic areas, diversity, inclusion, belonging, certainly being one of them. So, um, love that story. Love the Mandarin story in Beijing. Um, well, let's, one of my uh, favorite stories. Yeah, that's a, a great one. I'm sure the uh, the server was like, "What is going on here?" Yeah. Um, well, let's do this. Let's shift back a bit to uh, NorCal. So, as you've talked about, you've been super involved in the young leader program and the mentorship program within that, you know, and, and you touched on this a little bit, but I'll ask it again, you know, go a little deeper, like what has that program meant to you and for you over the years that you've been involved?
1: Yeah, it's been, it's been an amazing experience. Um, just, you know, being able to organize this program, um, being able to communicate with um some, some mentors as well as the young leaders, um, seeing how those those relationships develop. And also, you know personally, I've been able to um, connect with a lot of people in the industry just through organizing this program, outreaching to uh, people who uh, might be interested in becoming mentors and then young leaders who um, participate in the program. And it's just helped me continue to build my network. Um, you know, I've also uh, been able to to get some mentors both from Cornet. Um, shout out to Ray Montalvo, who's my my mentor from Cornet, and then Victor Sanchez, who is my one of my mentors here at LinkedIn. Um, and you know, being able to learn from them, being able to use them as a resource to, you know, just chat when when I have a certain question, maybe I'm have some sort of, you know career development issue that I, I might need their advice on um and just they they always are open to, to having that conversation with me has been a tremendous boost to my career and um you know it it's just further deepened my my ties to cornet because uh, you know like I said before it's the, the relationships that have been developed through my my time here both, within the mentorship committee through the young leaders program and just uh the, the chapter as a whole um has you know made me appreciate how how much of a village it is to you know for anybody's um career development to that it takes to 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 build that up and to to get them to where they are
0: yeah i love that description by the way you have two really fabulous mentors um but just that idea that this, you know, this is a village, this is a tribe, you know, and in, in really building that, uh, those connections through this community and, and getting all the benefits out of it um, that you're able to get professionally, personally, it, it, it part of that is because you're so heavily engaged. Um, and so I would just encourage those that are listening that, you know, Cornet is one of those uh, organizations that you get Um, what you put into it, you get out of it, what you put into it. And Patrick's a great example of somebody that's put an awful lot into it and gotten an awful lot out of it. So let let me ask you this. So, you know, you've been so involved in the chapter, you've been so involved in young leaders. How does it feel to be recognized by your peers across the chapter as a young leader of the year, you know, giving your experience with, with the young leader organization, with the chapter on whole, how does that feel for you?
1: Oh, it it feels amazing. Um, you know, I obviously I I went into this with the uh, not that wasn't the purpose of you know spending all this time helping create the the mentorship program, um, you know, developing it to what it is, and um, you know attending all the events and trying to to learn from others. But to to get that recognition is really really exciting for me. Um, I another kind of. Side note story I want to share is when um, so when uh, Cameron and Donnie, the, the current um, Young Leader Chairs, um, informed me that I'd, I'd won the uh, the Young Leader Award for NorCal, I was I was very excited. They sent me an email on I think it was like a, it was a Friday afternoon um, and they said, hey, you know, the the deadline to, to submit this would be the following Friday. But we have all of next week um, to to take care of any loose ends here um, to, to like to, to write up any, uh, to edit your, your submission. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, Oh, great. Unfortunately, you know, I, I'm, I was flying out to to Tokyo that, <laughs> that following uh, week. So, you know, we, we jumped immediately jumped on a call um, that Friday afternoon and we talked about some, um, some of the minor edits that, that we were going to make to the submission. Um, and I, I actually spent some time while I was in, in Tokyo um, in between um, you know touring buildings to to edit my <laughs> my young leader submission and you know it, it kind of helped that uh, I, had, I had jet lag so <laughs> when I was up at uh four thirty in the morning I said well maybe i'll I'll spend some time instead of just staring at the ceiling I'll spend some time editing the, uh, the my answers to the the young leader of the year submission so um it's it's been amazing um the the outreach of people who have congratulated me and had just um uh, you know thank me for all my work while um when they when they saw the announcement was was just amazing it's it's very humbling to know that you know i i have met so many people through Cornet and so many people um have, have celebrated with me this uh this award so i'm just uh, very very touched by it
0: that's so awesome. Well, you know, and I know I speak for the entire membership when I say you're, you're so deserving of it. You know, the, the entire time that we've worked together, I, I've always held you up as, as a model young leader and a model sort of cornet NorCal citizen. So you, you're a quiet leader, um, you're a servant leader, and you're an influencer. And that's actually, in, in my book, kind of the, the best way to lead an influence is to do it in the way that you do it. So, so well-deserving, I'm so excited for you. And uh, I'm just really happy that uh, you were able to um, join me today and uh, sort of celebrate that and get to know you a little bit better and help our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Um, A a question for you, if, if people wanted to connect with you or learn more about you or, you know, I guess mainly around the connection, what what's the best way to do that is it is it through linkedin you know what would what would a good way to connect with you be
1: yeah yeah absolutely connect with me um through linkedin um, i've you know i i usually uh, respond to a lot of you know uh, emails or just connections so uh, happy to connect with people happy to to chat um about my career development i'm i'm sure there's there's a long way to go for me hopefully but, um yeah if anyone's interested please Reach out um, on LinkedIn, um, connect with me, um, and yeah, I'd love to, to chat with anyone who's, who's interested.
0: That's awesome. And we'll put uh, Patrick's LinkedIn in the show notes so um, you don't have to go searching for him. Well, Patrick, thank you so much. Again, congratulations on your award. Thank you so much for joining us today on CoreCast and for letting us go a couple clicks deeper with you. Thank you so much for all you do uh, with your volunteerism, especially within the Cornet community. Just really appreciate you and, and all your hard work. And thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me, Robert. This was, this was very fun. I'm glad that we could do this. Awesome. Well, hopefully we get to do it again when you are the Corporate Real Estate Leader of the Year. So we'll... <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Patrick. We'll end there. Thank you. Well, that was an awesome conversation. I really enjoyed that. And once again, special thanks to our sponsor, Impact Group, the future of work company providing world-class end-to-end workplace solutions. If you wanna learn more about Impact Group, please see the show notes. And thank you to all of our listeners. Please do us a favor and share this podcast with your friends and your colleagues, and please be sure to post it and about it on your social media. Uh, you can find links to all our past episodes on the Cornet Northern California website. And you can subscribe to hear our future episodes on iTunes or anywhere you get your pods. And if you have an idea for an upcoming episode, we'd love to hear from you. Our contact info is in the show notes, so please feel free to reach out. And that's it for this episode of Corcast. This is Robert T. signing off. Until next time, work well and be well.